Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we get a little tipsy, a little drunk, as we give a, a good sound farewell to the Marvel Cinematic Universe television division as we recap our top five moments in the MCU television area, division, uh, region, whatever you want to call it. All that right after this ad we have no control over. Matt's already drunk. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And we are re-recording the beginning of this podcast <laughs> because we messed up and didn't hit record at the beginning. There's a we there, but it's mostly that Matt didn't hit record. I didn't hit record because we are live streaming this podcast with the hope that people will call in and, uh, you know, let us know if they have any words to say. So we are live streaming this and... The point of tonight's podcast is to send off the MCU television division, which is now closed. All of the shows we've been watching for five years are now over, and we are taking shots as we uh, introduce our top five MCU moments. So we are going to get to that right now, and now... That I have re-recorded this moment in the podcast, we're going to get back to the less drunk Matt. And if you hear how tipsy I am now, you know this doesn't go well. (laughs) It doesn't go well. So I'm going to turn it over to the less drunk Matthew Carroll and Jeffrey Randall. And you'll see that more than one shot was taken. More than one shot was taken. I'm going to turn this over to the previous owner of this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, since, since people can watch us, you want to uh, Rochambeau to see who goes first? Who goes first? Uh, sure. All right. One, two, three, bam. One, two, three, bam. Ooh, he, he papered me. Papered. All right. So Jeff's going first with his... Number five, favorite moment from the MCU television division. All right. My number five is going to be from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the one, the oneer that Daisy got to do, where after she had gotten her powers and was going through the kitchen, rolling yeah. and, and kicking ass, kicking so much ass, <laughs> Daisy Johnson. Yeah. That was a fantastic shot and moment because we really got to see her power come into into play like not just her like her quake power yeah but her like her as a person and as an agent you know through melinda may's training got to do all the jabs and punches and rolling and flipping and shit absolutely she comes into her power for real and it is a really cool moment and also a very um ambitious moment for the tv division like that that oneer it is i think that was after the daredevil oneer correct yeah yeah because we had talked about that daredevil oneer forever yeah and then when they did it on the television side i mean and not that the daredevil isn't the television side but netflix was always more prestigious and had more time to work on their uh fight scenes and that scene is amazing it's really really great so yeah i agree i kind of wish they'd continued on with that i don't I feel like that is is a one shining moment for the fight scenes in yeah. Agents of Shield. I don't think they do that very often. Yeah, there's a lot of things with uh, with, with Agents of Shield that you wish they had continued on with. Yeah, and obviously the pods. Yeah, the pod you're... format. God, I keep I keep harping about that, but uh, I won't I won't do it again. 
I just yeah. that pod format was they were at their prime and I feel like they just walked away from gold. Yeah, yeah. Great number five. My number five is uh Cloak and Dagger in I believe it's one of the last episodes of Cloak and Dagger. Uh they're fighting inside the dark dimension and uh, they are they they they're being defeated by their own enemies, and they realize they can swap enemies. Yep, they're able to fight off their demons when they see see themselves through the other person's eyes. Yeah, like when he says, "The only person who can That's kick her. my ass is her." Well, that, but it's more that like they're being defeated by uh, by these villains who are telling them who they are, and they're telling them how bad they are, and they're telling them how uh, they don't deserve. You know they don't. They, they can't be. They can't win. Basically, yeah. And then they swap partners and they fight each other's battles for them. And it and it and they and they basically realize, oh, I can win this when I see myself through that person's eyes. Yeah. Because they they see me. I see my. It, it's kind of a, a low self esteem thing where they see each other. They see themselves worse off than they actually are. Yeah. And the other person sees them. Uh, in a better light, and it really—I don't know—it was meaningful. It was to me, it built their relationship in a way that we haven't seen, hadn't seen yeah, up to that. I think point. It, I think it also helps to kind of solidify the uh, the whole like it's okay to rely on that other person kind of thing. Yeah, and like they're a team. Cloak and Dagger is very much like their powers are in tandem with one another. So like being able to rely on that other person to be there for them and help them is really uh, really moving. I would think. Yeah, it really moved me a lot. Really, really moved me. So that's our top. That's our f- number fives, and there was no matchups. Um, so no a bullet. No shots had to happen unless someone calls right now at five seven three cast MCU. Oh man, uh, we we have we, we have the phones open and waiting. <laughs> Matt's sitting by the phone. So if you've anxiously. got a favorite moment from MCU television, call right now and tell us. It doesn't have to be your number five. It can be your favorite. Um, and yeah. just, uh, just call, call in with one if you got one. And in the meantime, while we wait on that call, uh, how's, how's Christmas, man? Christmas has been real weird because, um, yeah. why is that? We flew up from Tampa and in flying, you can't like bring all the presents with you. So we're, we're up here for the, the holiday and like normally we exchange, you know, during the time frame that we're up here. So like all of our presents are staying at home and we're just going to go back home and then open them. And then like when we got here is when we had to go shopping for the people that we're, we're getting presents for up here. Oh so man, that sounds like, chaos. All right, we're here. Let's go to target right the fuck now. <laughs> let me, let me give you, here's my idea for next, next time you do this. Yeah. Amazon, everything to someone's house up here. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought about that at like, the last second. Right. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea since I'll just, I'll have everything shipped to my mom's house. And then that one thing that I purchased is going to be there. And yeah. And yeah, it's post, uh, what hindsight is right. what's 2020. Yeah. I think. yeah. Post site. That's, I think post, that's the phrase. Post site is 2020. <laughs> Pre site is not as good. But now on to number four. All right. I know that this one's going to sync up. I absolutely. Okay. 100%. 100%. With certainty that this is going to sync up and we're going to have to take a shot. So go ahead and pour it. Uh, okay. That's okay. how certain I am. He's pretty certain, folks. He's pretty. This is some peach vodka sponsored by Shit Left on Matt's Fridge. 
<laughs> shit left on Matt's fridge. Let me get some of this coconut stuff. Mm, pour that coconut dusty. Uh, I'm going to pour this coconut dusty when I tell you about Kilgrave in the precinct with all the guns pointed at all the cops' heads. I'm going to cover up my top three, but let me look show you my number four, Purple Man in the Police Station. <laughs> not just synced up. Not just synced up as, <laughs> as one that we've, we both do, but we both put it as number four. The if we have the spot. same top four, top Is four. Is that two shots? Ooh, if is that if oh. they match the position and the thing? I feel like it should be two shots. Okay, you guys let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, it, we're, we're, oh, can we do a poll? I think we can do a poll. Can we do a poll? Uh, create poll. Should we do two shots for this uh, one? Hold on. Add question. <laughs> okay. Should it be two shots? Should it be two shots for matching? Item and rank. Item and rank. Man, that sounds so So, like nerdy. I do... No, it's like I do documentation all day, every day. Yeah. It's kind of my job. Yes or no. Whoop. Option two. Option two is no. Okay. <laughs> Publish now. Yeah. Boom. nine. Check that out. We did a poll. I, I'm excited. This <laughs> yeah, is fun, guys. Yeah, we're doing guys. official Facebook things. We're doing right? Facebook things. We got a lot of people writing in in the comments. All right. Cheers. Yeah, we already clinked. We're going to do our one shot. Oh, we did? Yeah, we already clinked? I'm we sorry. Clinked. He didn't yeah. want to re-clink me. Mm-hmm. I never did a good... Oh. Man, that's old. <clears throat> is it old? I did mean, it not taste right? It tastes like old. Th- you know, there's supposed to be a flavor to coconut rum. Okay. And instead, it's like um, rubbing alcohol, kind of. <laughs> it's like coconut rubbing alcohol. Okay. Oh, man. I, 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 I can't read that very well from here, but it looks like uh, the yeses have it at 75% so oh, far. Oh, jeez. Um, so, <laughs> break out your rubbing alcohol, my friend. <laughs> my coconut rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I like how rubbing. Oh, 80 20. Man, you guys. They they sure are fun. You guys are great. <laughs> I'm always up for a party. This is P A R T Y because we're on Facebook. Cheers. <laughs> this cool. is. Don't do this at home, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, uh, that comment there where. <laughs> Like all of our listeners are introverts, so they don't want to like reach out uh, to the other introverts that are, or rather, to the other people who are not as introverted. Oh right, introverts hate phone. I get, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, you're right, yep. Gail. You can I, text us your favorite. Uh, our favorite scene, number four, top four on both our lists yep. is Purple Man in the Police Station. Yes, sir. Kilgrave with all of the the. Uh, Police officers' guns to all the other police officers' guns. Yeah, and that, or police officers' heads. Yeah, that scene is amazing and perfect, and I don't think anyone could have pulled it off the way that David Tennant did. Yeah, I am a huge David Tennant fan from Doctor Who, and him in that scene, and really, you just get the threat that Purple Man is. Yeah, you really start to understand just how freakishly powerful he is, and yeah. how much hurt he could put on the world. Because in many ways, especially now that Jessica seems to have gotten over his mind control, it seems like he's... Why would he even have power over her? Right. But then you realize the crazy amount of power he has over her because she cares about people. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of her weakness, in a way, for Purple Man. You know, it's in a strange way, it's that whole, like, you can't hurt Superman. 
You can only hurt everybody around Superman that he cares about. And that's why the the stories yeah. about Superman have to be about the people around him. And that's how, that's how they make them gripping. It's much the same way with Kilgrave and her, because Kilgrave can't hurt her or can't control her. But the way that he does control her is to control the people around her that you know, that she cares about that she doesn't want hurt. And really that's pretty much anybody. She just doesn't want to see everybody die. So the, the people around her being controlled and being put into harm's way because of that is like, you know, that's, that's the way to get to her. And he does a phenomenal job of it and makes it so sinister. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, It's very, very sinister. Uh, I really, really love David Tennant in that show. I think he is one of the major reasons that show is worth it. And another reason is something that Josh Dietrich just brought up. His favorite MCU moment is Luke Cage and Jessica Jones breaking the bed because they're... You know, you don't get much superhero sex. Well, you probably do these days. I don't watch all that much other than Marvel. but uh, And that's all Disney, so you know, who knows? Maybe maybe you do. Maybe you do. What What... what is there a lot of superhero sex out there? Um, I mean... I remember my super ex-girlfriend. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. It was so bad. I liked it. It was so bad. I liked it, but I'm, I'm a little easier to please than you are. Karen, who's who's watching the stream, what's up, Karen, uh, and, and commenting, she says evil fits. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that is, that's some good stuff. And I think Gail... Uh, a few minutes ago said TV hmm I only watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so anytime Coulson mentions something connected to MCU and evil fits yeah oh I guess that was what Karen was responding to Um, okay he was all like gotta fix my hair because I'm evil (laughs) everything has to be precise because I'm evil do evil people have more precision um I don't know maybe maybe they just need to pull the stick out of their ass and be less precise and like expect the world to be less precise. Maybe that's what makes them so evil is that they are precise as they are. And everyone else in the world is not that precise. And they're just like, man, if these people were on my level, everything would be better. I need to control the world and force them to be on my level. I feel like what you're saying is I'm about to drive my girlfriend to being a supervillain. Maybe. Because I am messy AF. Messy and she AF. is... She is so tidy and wonderful. She, <laughs> one of my buddies started a uh, house cleaning business. Yeah. And he called me and asked me, would you, would you uh, see if you or Alyssa would like me to come clean your house? And I was like, I can't afford to have anyone else clean my house. I, I just do it myself. And Alyssa, you don't want to clean Alyssa's house. And he was like, what do you mean? Every, and I was like, every time someone cleans Alyssa's house, she is not happy. <laughs> It was done wrong. It was done wrong. And it's, it's not that she's crazy. She just has, she's like, I can do the basic stuff. I want you to like scrub shit. Um, right. Okay. So. So she's a supervillain. Uh, yeah. No, I think I might be driving her to supervillainy is what I'm saying. Because yeah. I am so messy. I might be driving her to supervillainy. Well, step up, man. Okay. We got no more calls. We did have Karen uh, saying. Mine was May fighting the other May in Agent Shield. That was a cool scene. That was. That, that was, was a pretty really cool scene. scene. That was a really cool scene. I guess I guess we'll count if if someone um 
if someone says over there one of our scenes, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure, why not? There's only eight people that's watching. That's the introvert way of writing in, calling in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Alyssa, Alyssa just joined the Facebook stream, which I find very funny. She probably heard from the other room herself being talked about. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I was like, what is he saying? I'm going to tell him how he is, in fact, driving me to super villainy. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Number three. Oh, right. Number Jev three. Number three. Got to use a face unlock on this. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my number man. three. Face unlock him and his technology. I know, right? This is like my job or something. He's a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, sir. I'm not that precise. I am that precise. Uh, Luke Cage season two, mm. the Danny Rand episode. That whole oh. freaking episode was so golden for me because that was that was when we got a glimpse into what Heroes for Hire could be, and I loved that episode so much like that was Danny Rand at his best. That was Luke Cage at his best. That was them together, and it was. It was everything I wanted. It was everything I wanted from them being together for a full episode, just the two of them, and nobody else. Yeah, man, that, that's rad. Danny Rand, when he's in the face of Luke Cage, is at his best. Yeah. And that scene, that episode is kind of him at his best, and him as you might have wanted him to be. After we covered some of the comic book, I know you were really excited about Iron Fist, and then what we got they let was me not... Down pretty hard. They bucked yeah. it up real good. They, oh, I, I really hate to say it, <laughs> but you're right. They bucked it up real good. <clears throat> That's what happens um, to the Inhumans, man. Yeah, I they know. They got all bucked up right out of the gate. I know. I know. But <sighs> I, I do think that uh, that scene's really great, or that, that episode, the whole episode's really great. And, and you do get a sense of, like, this is how Danny Rand could have been handled in a way that makes him fun. I still think he's problematic in various ways, but... Yeah, I mean, he still falls under the trope of Mighty Whitey, which For is, sure. you know, it's, it's a troubling trope, and it's, it's something that's really difficult to, to dig your way out of without having him seem uh, like a pretentious prick, basically. Or without having him seem just like a token, where you're like, yeah. oh, he's got Kung Fu powers, he's got to be Asian. Like, it's, it's a tricky thing, dealing with, deal, honestly, just dealing with other cultures and media. Because if you make him white, he's... Uh, he's a he's a white he's savior. A white savior. If you make him the it, it, the race that it's sh- more appropriate, yeah, then that person should be. <laughs> well, yeah, right, right, right. The, the race that that person would be in in stereotype, then you're being stereotypical. So it's it's tricky. It's it's. I don't really mind that they made him white. I mind that they made me not care about him at all. Yeah, that was my biggest problem with the Danny Rand of it all. <laughs> um, my number three, and this is maybe low on the list for, but I've got two that I just really love. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this probably lower on the list than maybe others would. And All maybe right. I think this is very likely on your list. Okay. Very likely. I'm going to go ahead and pour oh, my God. shot because okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've only got two left. This is on your list. Well, we got other things you can drink. Uh, you can help no, me get I'm, rid of all I'm these saying, bottles. Like, I've only got two of the items left. Yeah, I, I just think this is probably... This may be number one on your list. <clears throat> I think this is number one on Jeff's list. Okay. If it is number one on Jeff's list, should we take another shot? You should. Man. <laughs> All right, what is it? The hallway fight. The hallway fight. I'm going to sound dumb for a second, <clears throat> because I want to maybe get out of this. Which hallway fight 
There have been so many. The first one. Man, why you got to talk about Daredevil like that? Is that your first one? Is that, that is your... my number one. I knew it. That is my absolute I knew it. number one most favorite MCU we television are the scene. My friends. It is Daredevil in that motherfucking hallway. We'll keep on fighting. <laughs> Till he drinks. Jeff takes two because I called his number one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if you can call my number one at any point, <clears throat> I'll do it. I'm surprised that wasn't your number one. I get that. I get that. I feel like my number one is very appropriate at number one. And I feel like you're going to kick yourself for not putting it at number one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to kick myself if I can get my foot off the floor. (laughs) By the way, it's just to give you guys a little context for right now. We're taking shots. This is not great. Based on how we line up here. And Jeff's taking two right now. He's already had to do two doubles. That's rough, Jeff. That's rough. That's real rough. Um... This might get sloppy. This might get sloppy. We're this only might be at number the three. Episode. This oh, this is definitely the sloppiest episode. <laughs> no, okay. I mean, you didn't start recording until like three minutes in. We've we've had sloppier. So let's face it. <laughs> the funny thing is, I'm gonna make you re-record the first few minutes. Yeah, the little intro, After and we're gonna we're gonna drinking. be drunk as a uh, drunk uh, AF. Yeah. Sorry, trying to be trying to be calm here. Trying to be uh, trying to family friendly. It. We're on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because Facebook is so PG. <sighs> FB is PG. So, Jeff just <laughs> took a second shot. You didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I just made up that rule on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still a rule. It's still a rule. It's still a rule. Um, All right. Boah. Uh, so now, uh, th- let's talk about that, 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 that moment a little bit. Uh, the hallway fight. Yep. It's just one of the best fight scenes ever made for television, uh, right? Somebody got a microwave thrown at their head. It's amazing. Yeah. That microwave went on sale. It was for auction at one point. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was that's it sold amazing. for like $1,100. That's awesome. The reason it, I think, is such a wonderful moment in television is that that fight scene is not just a fight scene. It's an amazing fight scene, and it's really well choreographed, but... There's acting in that fight scene. Yeah. The the fight scene is choreographed in a way that makes you feel every hit and makes you feel Daredevil struggle through that fight. Not to mention it's a one-er, which which for those of you uninitiated, it's a one-shot take. There's and, and they do have a few hidden cuts, but it appears to be one single cut, like one, one single camera, camera angle. That continues through that entire shot, and I am a sucker for that. Yep. I'm a huge sucker for that, and that it takes a lot of work to make a uh, make that happen. Yeah, and yeah. and so not only is that happening, but also it, you can just tell that everything in Matt Murdock wants to get to the end of that hallway, and he's not a superhero; he's just a hero. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I take that back. He's a superhero. He's, he's pretty this, super. He's got like he's a he's a human bat, but he's <laughs> he's, he's Batman. Let's come on, right? Daredevil's Batman. Daredevil's, Daredevil's not Batman. Daredevil's the real Batman. He's, he's got that echolocation going. Yeah, he's what Batman should be if Batman were a bat man. Man. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that made more sense to me in my head than it did out yeah. loud. No, I hear you. I hear you. That's called alcohol. So, 
That's our number three. Uh, do you have anything to <laughs> no, say about the hallway your number fight? Three, it's my number one. Your number one. one. I've, I've stolen your number one. Yeah, what, man. Well, I mean, well, tell me about your number one then. It's the Daredevil hallway fight. Tell me all about it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the moment that tells you the most about that character. It's episode two when that happens. Like, yeah. we're, we're still getting to know Matt Murdock like intimately, right? And that scene brings you to him. It brings you to his front door to say, like, this is where he lives. Right. He is so determined, so absolutely driven to do the right thing and save people that he will, after being like bloodied and left in a freaking dumpster, get out of the dumpster, get healed up a little bit, kind of get stitched up and then take his ass down a hallway full of people and beat the shit out of every one of them before getting all the way through it and to the point to where he can get this kid and save him. Like, this is so so emotionally moving and so hugely character driven like that's the most character driven fight scene i've ever heard of right like it's yeah. crazy that he can do that that this character is so i don't even want to say mindlessly driven but he's so tunnel vision so focused yeah on his goal yeah it's interesting you bring that up it reminds me of what we were just talking about with jessica jones being a i think her juxtaposition with the purple man is what makes us realize she's a hero because she's so aloof and so kind of willing to give up on the hero thing when she needs to. You know, she's like, she she doesn't want to be viewed as a hero. Right. But Daredevil is so resolutely a hero. Mm hmm. And he will not give up. Yeah, it is so tied to who he is as a person. Yeah. That, like, he gives up being Matt Murdock the lawyer in favor of being Daredevil or. You know, somebody that's similar to Daredevil in season three, which was one of the best seasons of television of all, like, of all of television. Yeah. And I, I want to say that I, I want to, I want to think that your number one is from season three of Daredevil. It's that 11 and a half minute one in the, in the prison. Season three, you mean? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. That is a really good one. It almost made my list, but it didn't. <gasps> so I don't have to take a shot. He didn't no. call my number one. He didn't uh, do it. Thank you. Call in right now, 573-CAST-MCU. There's only eight people watching. Talk now. to us live. I know. There's eight, there's eight people. Those are eight people, and I recognize a lot of these names. There are friends who have written in endlessly, and I love it. I love it. I love this community. I love you guys, for real. Okay, that's alcohol talking. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, this is where Matt gets real lovey-dovey drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over a few of these comments. Uh, can All you right. read us a few of these? <clears throat> Jethan Jacob said, uh, I loved the first time the Defenders teamed up for a fight in the uh, in the white hallway, which they showed in the trailer. Yes, I that was really close to on my list, yeah, for real. That was, that was the, like, the, I had that on my list of possibles that made it onto my top five, but yep. it didn't make it on my top five, unfortunately. <laughs> I was thinking about that moment where uh, in the Defenders where Danny stands behind Luke and like just kind of like body shields and Luke takes all the machine gun bullets and everything. I was thinking about putting that one on my list, but I was like, no, I've got too much Danny Rand and Luke Cage together already. (laughs) Yeah. um, I can't read his name. Mr. Jacob. I see your last name. Uh, To be honest, most of my favorite scenes are fight scenes, which... To me, that's great. I would say that most of my scenes are not fight scenes. Like, I, I, I'm not a big fight scene guy, but most of my scenes are actually really good fight scenes that combined fighting with characterization. Like, 
uh, when you can have a fight scene and it's fun as a fight scene often is, but it's also character driven. That's that's my jam. That's my jam. Which I mean, everything on my list is is that. I think almost. Um, I think you're gonna have to do another one, so that it doesn't like. If I say my next one, then it's just gonna be the end of my list. So I think that you have to do another one. Oh, so it goes back and forth. Yeah, so that it is a more back and forth okay. kind of thing. Uh, still no calls. Five seven three cast MCU. Maybe there's something wrong with the tech. Honestly, we're it's our first time trying to take live calls, so this might be our fault. I'm willing to accept that if this is our fault. Um, Matt doesn't like when Matt gets drunk, technology around him doesn't work. That's true. I've got an inhibitor switch. <laughs> Maybe we need the, uh, the dark fits doctor to take that out of you. Matt is Android. Matt is Android. <laughs> Thank it's you. Like, it's not straight up like alcohol in here. Hey, you know, like, it's just like we're breathing. Hey everybody, that's Alyssa. C- Alyssa, come into the live stream. No. Okay. I get that. <laughs> Alyssa just brought me Taco Bell because Alyssa she knows I'm here drinking. From smelling this. I food for I bought a lot of food I oh, Jeff already ate. I thought I told you that. Sorry. Yeah, but okay. The, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but drinking. So Alyssa came in here to bring Thank us Taco you. Bell. I think predominantly because after this podcast, we're doing an escape room, which That's Alyssa is doing an escape room with us, and we are. She wants to win. She wants to win, and she needs her. Her uh, MVPs. You know? That's how it is. That's how it, that's how it be. I mean, Gail likes Taco Bell, too. Maybe Gail should order some Taco Bell. Uh, and then, yeah, while you're doing that, Karen, it's all trekky with you. She's all about it, too. Karen! <laughs> By the way, I've been writing songs about Star Trek. I'm freaking loving it. I really am. It's uh, It's been so, so far so good, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm seven songs in. And I've been writing tons of Star Trek songs for our Star Trek Universe podcast. How and many I'm, more do you have to do? I think, we well, we've kind of changed our, our plan, but we're doing four more, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least three more songs. One of them, I'm not sure if I'm writing a song for it, but we'll see if I... We'll see if the muse strikes. The muse? Okay. The muse. The band. Yeah. I mean, I mean the band. Yeah. You're in the muse, the band? Yep. The band, the muse? All right. Let's do number Switch two. How about your number two? Do your number two. My number two... And I, this is seriously one of the best scenes ever. maybe I've ever seen in television. It breaks my heart. It rends me to pieces. Uh-oh. And that is Punisher being tortured and thinking of his wife as he's being tortured. <sighs> and he keeps falling asleep and being with his wife whenever oh, he falls man. asleep. And then he wakes up. And he has to make a decision at some point between staying in the torture and waking up and punishing people or just dying and or being just letting his go. wife. That, that scene breaks my heart every oh, time. Oh my God, why do you hurt me? Matt hurt me, everybody. Do just, you really God. have to hurt me? That's what I'm asking. And you're just like, yeah, do bro. Do you really have to say goodbye? All right, I finished my first chaser. Oh, good. I need a second chaser. Let's get you a little Angry Orchard Rosé. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Rosé. Yeah, I pronounced it correctly. I'm not drunk enough. I call them Rosies. <laughs> uh, so me think of the Jetsons. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jeff's drunk. He's falling out of the shot. He's like <laughs> falling out of the oh, Facebook I? over there. It's my funny. Bad. Oh, it was just funny. Now nah, we're audio only today. Okay, so my number two is Punisher. And I just think it's an amazing scene. Do you have anything to say about that scene before we move on to your number two? It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. I mean, like you said, it rends your heart out of your chest. Yeah. It really I is. I mean, this is a man who is, he's hurting, not just like physically and emotionally. You know that he's doing these things to try to help somebody else, right? You know that he's trying to push through and be the hero, right? He's trying or to is save somebody. He? Or is he? Or is he just doing them to... He's, he's trying to punish the bad people, right? Punish the bad... Like, like you said, exactly. Punish if he the punishes bad people. the bad people, the bad people can't do anything bad again to anybody else. Like like he said, oh, that's your number one. That's your number one is Daredevil and fucking Punisher on the rooftop having their discussion. I wish I'd thought about that, but that's not my number one. That's your number one now. Take that a shot. W- that might have been one of my number ones. That's your number not- one. Take a no, shot. No, no. That's it's not how it works. The rule is that Jeff thinks it's your number one, so you should take a shot. Man, Jeff, no. <laughs> <laughs> Rules get made up on the fly and have to be followed. That's All what right. we established. Shot it is. Right? <laughs> it's not my number one, but I'll take a shot because, you know what? And because it's such a good scene. I like alcohol. That, That's really the truth. You like Daredevil and alcohol. And I want to be bad at this escape room. <laughs> so You still haven't called my number one, and I'm kind of sad that you haven't called my number one. I feel my number one is is seminal to all the television division of Marvel. I mean, would it be something Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. related? You haven't talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Maybe. Yet. Maybe. Uh, welcome to level seven. No. No. Come no. on. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to level seven. That's some that's some trailer bullshit right there. Yeah, I know, I know. We're falling apart, man. We're falling apart because we've been we've done a podcast about the TV division every week for five years because we love it so much and we've followed it so closely, and now it's gone. The TV division is just gone. It's just gone. We still get one more season of Agents of Shield. We haven't talked about. Uh, the Runaways season three yet, and I got some negative things to say about that match. I I'm heard sorry. that on our MCU cast chat group <clears throat> that you have some negative things to say. Yeah, I've got a few negative things to say about it, but it's going to be okay. It looks like it's going to come around. It looks like it may be better than I hoped uh, based on the first few episodes. <laughs> like, first few episodes have not gone well for me, but number five was okay. I'm, stay- I'm staying. I'm staying at number five so that we can talk about one through five and do the halves. Same like here. Same about. here. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm on number five right now. We've still got a so. few things left in Marvel TV that haven't come out yet. Uh, I think that the Hells, if I'm not mistaken, the Hellstrom series, we're still going to get the first season of, or the only, I guess, season of. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, lately, seasons, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has not been uh, hitting as hard for me uh, ever since season four. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I think season four was the highlight so far. But I think that, that with the time travel introduction, I think that the show is going to change. And what makes me most scared is I think it's going to leave the connection with the MCU. Because they no longer have to connect with things going forward in the MCU. Now, I don't know. With them time traveling, do you think it's possible we'll get even tighter connection with the current MCU, with the MCU that exists now because... They're traveling through time, and and they can do things that fit in without having to 
uh, predict the future of the MCU. Avengers Endgame established the way that that time travel works in the MCU. Right. Oh, that's true. They're just in a different universe entirely. So. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Damn. Uh, That does bother me a lot. I hate to just completely debunk your entire argument, but. Yeah. That's sort of what happened just now. I'm sorry. Uh, Of course, they could try to do something different. Uh, Try to do something different with time travel. All right. Well, that's number two. That's my number two. Your number number two. two. What's your number two? In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., do you remember in that amazing season, the first episode where they introduced Ghost Rider? Do you remember the scene where they actually introduced Ghost Rider? Yes. In his car at night with the flaming wheels, with the, the, uh, the rocket launcher aimed at him, and it flipped his car over. And the whole, the whole car was on fire, basically. And he landed in the flip and was still just tearing out, going for the bad guys. That's awesome. That's my number two, man. That is awesome. That is a hell of a scene. Like, that is a hell of a scene for CGI. That's a hell of a, of a character introduction. And that Ghost Rider intro was one of the best. That Ghost Rider arc was one of the best of the, of the MCU television division, just at all. Uh, and and was kind of the the opening to the best season of Agents of Shield. And like, if we're being honest, Agents of Shield is effectively the scaffolding that's held up this whole thing. It's the it's the backbone that's held up this whole Marvel television stuff. Like, yes, Netflix has been doing its thing over there, and then in humans kind of limped and died over there uh, but, <laughs> and you know the runaways was doing hulu and sure whatever but like agents of shield is the thing that started this whole thing and it's the thing that's that's coming up to bring it to an end we are couched by agents of shield seasons yeah for sure for the for that's the why we television. started this podcast is because when they announced agents of shield i realized oh there's enough now to do a podcast. Right. And, and honestly, like before that, Marvel is putting out one to two movies a year, and I love the MCU from the beginning, but I was like, there's not enough. There's not enough to do a podcast about. Yeah. But when they started Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like, oh, it's 22 episodes a year. Yeah, there's enough to talk about. And then we got the El Capitan Theater moment where was they... Was that your favorite moment? That was a pretty great moment. <laughs> that was a pretty great moment. I like that uh, season four moment. I like that uh, moment of Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is is such a cool thing in season four of Agents of Shield, uh, both in the beginning and the end when he comes back to book in oh, the series. Oh man, you know what would be awesome since we're getting since we're getting a bunch of time travel in uh, in season seven. It would be amazing to see past writers. To have, oh like, yeah, you know people who like Johnny Blaze or uh, you know the the Sam Elliott equivalent in this universe. Right, I would love to see an ancient like old timey rider, like a uh, horse rider, ghost yeah, rider. Yeah, absolutely, would be amazing. Oh man, a horse rider. Like, it, what if a flaming uh, nightmare horse? Oh, what if the <laughs> story of Ichabod Crane? Oh, the headless horseman was the headless just a ghost horseman rider? is just a ghost rider. What if they told oh. that story? <laughs> That that's a good so idea. Cool. Marvel, that's a comic book. You're welcome. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is that is a you're welcome moment right Oddly there. Oddly enough, The Witcher has kind of been doing that. I've been reading The Witcher lately uh, in preparation for uh, the Netflix series coming up. It's real good, by the way. Interesting. I know it as a game. I don't know it anything as yeah, any other yeah, medium. The, the show and the games were both based on a series of short stories uh, that were... Originally published in a Polish uh, fantasy and sci-fi magazine back in the 80s. I think 86 is when it first started. Interesting. But, uh, they were eventually collected into a, uh, a, a book called The Last Wish. But it's the story of Geralt, the Witcher. and It's pronounced Gerald. No, it's Geralt. <laughs> but okay. Gerald's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so when they're in the story, they, they just kind of gloss over some things where it's like, uh, you know, this one... Uh, this one lady who is uh, kind of a, a badass, really, a badass woman that um, is trying to, to find a, a wizard and kill him. Uh, and she, you know, she was a child of prophecy born under or born after a, uh, an eclipse and, um, you know, had a kind of a rough childhood, but then eventually found uh, a bit of a home with seven gnomes. Okay. And she was uh, she was very pale and had black hair. And uh, her stepmother and an old witch tried to kill... Or no, the wizard tried to kill her at one point with a, an apple that was dusted with nightshade. So it's effectively Snow White and yeah, Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, I get it. And then there's like other old fairy tales like Tangled uh, or the, the Rumpelstiltskin, Rumpelstiltskin yeah. story. And or then, uh, Rapunzel. Is no, what I Rumpelstiltskin and Rapunzel and Snow White. Like they've been, they've been through a lot of these. Uh, and it's just like all of them are just kind of like peppered in. But they do it just as an aside. So it's just like, it's not focused on it. It's just like, ah, oh, yeah, she was that one that like, moved in with seven dwarves at one point. And then just, they move on and they don't focus on it. So it's really cool that they just kind of like bake that, all of that mythology into the world that, they're, yeah. that they've created. Um, Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. So I've been reading that a lot lately. Is that all in the the game as well? I know the game is really popular. I don't remember. I never played the first game and the second game. Um, I played... Uh, uh, Good bit of the third game, uh, but I didn't get the story of it. But I was, you know, going back and and reading that, um, really just through Audible because I've got like an hour and a half drive to work every day. So, oh wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, I've got like an hour and a half drive to work, uh, and sometimes two hours on the way back. So I've just been re- like playing that on Audible. Um, in preparation. Why don't you just listen to the MCU cast? I because don't get why you do anything I else. I speak the MCU cast, so I don't need to listen to I it again. I speak it into existence. That's I, I do. He, think he's a, he thinks he's a god. <laughs> all right, so that was your number two? Yes, yeah. But all of that to say that The Witcher's already done the whole... Um, you know, fairy tales into reality. Okay, thing. and your number and uh, your number one was what? My number one was the Daredevil hallway fight. Okay, in, in that's season right. one episode. That's two. right. We spoke about that. No one has still called my favorite moment. Uh, I'm but real sad, Mr. Jacob. What is what, what, what does he have here? I uh, says, oh, I just remembered another of my favorites, and I'm sure it's there on your list, Matt and Jeff. It's the showdown between Daredevil and Bullseye in the office. Also, the final showdown between Daredevil, Bullseye, and Fisk. Uh, the fight that fight shows their personalities as well. Uh, and now that I think about it, this scene has a better chance of making the list. Ooh, that was uh, that is a great scene. That is a great, great, great scene. But it did not make my list. Uh, let's see. Karen says Colson not being dead. That 
is literally on my maybes list, but it didn't make my final list. You have a maybes list? I made a list, and then as I thought of things, I put them on a maybe list, and then I sorted it out by my top five. Okay. But that didn't make my final list, but close. Very close, Karen. It was very close. Um, what does that one say? By the way, Matt, I really love just a drone. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> had it on the you. loop like 10 times the first time you heard it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm really loving writing songs about Star Trek, and I will certainly very soon be writing songs about Marvel once I finish. I'm going to try to write a song about every episode of season one of Picard the new Star Trek series coming out, and then I'm going to turn my eyes to other fields Matt, and see what else I can come up with. Matt, yeah, you know what you need to do? What do I need to do, Jeffrey? You need to write a breakup album, Adele style, for how Marvel television has gone away for you. It's ah. left you, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I could I could do a very similar album, or I could do a song. I could probably do a song about the destruction of my canon. <laughs> because not only is uh, it's very likely the MCU TV canon will be destroyed by what's happening in the Mar- uh, Marvel movies, but also my Star Trek canon has been they've tried to erase it multiple times. Star Wars too. I, I'm not a Star Wars guy. You know, I talk about this, but I'm not a big Star Wars guy. But I, I often call J.J. Abrams the destroyer of worlds. Okay. Because the destroyer of cannons. He came on Star Trek and he decided to reboot it. Yep. Uh, he did it through time travel mechanisms, which is wonderful. I appreciate that because it allows my universe to continue on while his universe starts the Kelvin timeline. If you don't know what this is, you're not a Star Trek fan. Come on. The get, USS Kelvin. Get on board. Yeah, the USS Kelvin. It goes back in time. Saves yeah. that. Da, da, da. Yeah. Anyway. That's something that Star Trek nerds would do is call it a different name based on the ship that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but star wars he did the same thing star wars had been living for 30 years as a uh memory as a book canon well disney did that well no but he was the guy who made the movie that was like we're gonna avoid all the canon that you've created and we're gonna create a, a movie that may completely disrupt with your canon. Yeah, but it was Disney that did that because Disney when they bought Star Trek or the Star Wars universe uh, off of Lucas, they they just completely said that like all of that book stuff out. We don't want any of it. I agree. I agree that it was Disney that made the call. It was Disney that did the thing, but it was still Jay it's still just too close to home. JJ Abrams came and destroyed my <laughs> Destroyed my canon in Star Trek. Then he moved into Star Wars and destroyed that canon too. He's a destroyer <laughs> my of worlds. Anecdotal evidence proves true. I feel like it's pretty good evidence. Yeah, pretty, okay. pretty solid. Uh, I feel like we only had like one or two shots. My <laughs> lips are tingling more than one or two shots, Matt. I feel like maybe one last shot before this number one. Oh God! One like last a shot. Preliminary shot before your number this one. This is just because we love each other. Is it? Yeah. This is love for us and the MCU. This is love. This is us pouring out one one more shot for the MCU we're television division out, that man. we we're love. Her. No, we're drinking it. We're drinking it. <laughs> I poured one on the table earlier this to pour one out, and it was a bad decision. This dusty bottle's empty now. Yay, you finished off that bottle. I think we finished uh, off a couple of bottles tonight. That's good. My <laughs> fridge can be more empty now. You're just going to buy more and put it on there. I almost never buy alcohol. People bring alcohol to my parties People and they leave it. People are going to bring alcohol to you and put it on there. Cheers. That's why it's all cheap. 
Yeah. You got cheap friends, Matt. Cheers. All right. My number one. <laughs> my number one. Yeah. And I can't believe it's not on your list. Tell me. I can't believe it. Tell me what it is I need to reevaluate my list and life over. Reevaluate your shit. Yep. Because Ward being revealed as Hydra. Because this is not just a moment on television. This is the largest crossover event that has ever existed on television or movies. Yeah, the episode Turn, Turn, Turn. That's right. The episode Turn, 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 where in episode 16, we get what's what's going on with war? We don't know. And then we get the Winter Soldier drops. We find out that Hydra exists within S.H.I.E.L.D. And in episode 17, Turn, 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 you find out Ward is, sh- Ward is Hydra and Ward not is S.H.I.E.L.D. Shit. <laughs> Ward is shit. Uh, <laughs> It is one of my favorite moments of television, not just because it is, you know, a great moment and and it turns the entire series on its head, but it's also the moment of crossover, the it's, biggest yeah. moment of crossover between the television and the well, movie I division. Mean, it's the second, it's the second moment of crossover because in episode eight they did the well. Which was where sure. they crossed over with Thor: The Dark World, oh, which whatever. no one gave a shit about. That's not really a crossover. Uh, yeah, it was really just a reference to the movie. Like, hey, look, we're cleaning up, and it's like, oh no, that's not what we want to do. <laughs> we don't want to clean up after everybody in Agents of Shield. We want to like to do actual storytelling, right? We want to we want to not be damage control because the you know we're gonna go make that show. Hey, you remember that show that they were gonna make called Damage Control? I they do. Never fucking went anywhere. I do. I I, I we did we, we did a sh- podcast about nope. Damage Control, the VR experience. You know, I just Karen's, thought for a moment. Karen's listening. She's she's in. We did that. That was good. <laughs> Karen Karen Huffstetler, who has guested on this podcast. She'll probably guest on future podcasts because she was good. She was real good. That's fair. That's fair. You know, for a brief moment, I was like, we should take a shot for all of the shows that never happened. <laughs> and I was like, no, wait, that's so many. <laughs> I don't think we did ex- introduce extra reasons to take shots. Matt is drunk. Because Daddy was- Matt is drunk. We got Daddy Matt. Alyssa brought me Taco Bell. Matt's so drunk, he's calling himself Daddy Matt. Alyssa brought me Taco Bell because, you know, There's I need to sober up. Oh, shit. She brought me, and, and Jeff's eating my cinnamon twists. <laughs> and now I'm going to eat a cinnamon twist. <laughs> oh, this sounds so bad. Why? All right. Well, this was a lot of anyway. fun. It, it, again, uh, that's, the, that's our five. That's our f- top five. If you like what we've done here, let us know. This is silly. This was fun. But uh, we might can do this from afar if you guys like us doing these live streams. I don't think we do it regularly because I think this is sloppy. Uh, we, well, okay. Maybe if it wasn't alcohol involved, maybe it wouldn't be so sloppy. Yeah, right. Now, I mean, I will say, I don't think I got to my point. That oh. I was that I was going for. I'm sorry. No, it's okay because alcohol is involved, so you know points are relative, right? All right. So, <laughs> I you know I, I talked about wanting to, uh, or I thought about wanting to do a shot for every show that we never had. 
but there's so many. You know, we had Damage Control, we had Marvel's Most Wanted, uh, we had the That's New true. Warriors. Um, so one shot for all of the shows we never got. Uh, one, no. sh- Why? one, one more, Jeff. Why? That's a lot of that's a lot of shows. Do you have any more? Did you have any more on your list? I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I, I mean, we didn't get the uh, the Ghost Rider spinoff. No, well, I, no, they, we're getting Hellstrom. We're getting Hellstrom. They delayed it. Kind I, of. I think we're still gonna get some sort of Ghost Rider. We didn't experience. get a real Inhuman show, to be honest. We got a season of Inhuman. We got it was a just bad, bad Inhuman show. It was just bad. Yeah, so I'm gonna put it on the list of shows we never got <laughs> the, the way we wanted. Yeah. Um, this well, dusty coconut rubbing alcohol is dead. Dusty coconut rubbing alcohol is all done, so you're gonna have to take a shot of something else. Peach berry cobbler sounds like a. I like weird shots. I go to the liquor store awful. and I buy peach cobbler. No, it's peach berry. It's not just peach. Peach berry cobbler. Let's Why do it. Why am I doing do this? Do it. Do it. Uh, this is me pressuring you. I feel peer pressured. Well, I agree. It, it is. There's a lot of shows that we didn't get. Yeah. And the TV division is dead. And I wonder how this TV division is going to shape out. Because I know we're going to get these prestige series featuring the television or the movie stars coming down and doing these television shows. Yeah, lowering themselves to be yeah. on television. It's, it's kind of a big deal, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the fact that we're getting actual Anthony Mackie and actual Sebastian Stan, like, it's a big deal that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Like, this is a television series and these big name, you know, or, you know, big name in quotes, <laughs> these big name uh, movie stars are coming down and, like, they're doing series with us, like, at our level, you know? Yeah. It, it, they're coming down to, to the level of, like, serial television, <laughs> which is kind of... I don't know. It's it's not really lowering themselves because it's still for Disney, and they're still making that Disney money. But you know, I've heard that that Disney money is not as good as other studios' money. Hmm. But that's beside the point. Beside the point. Um, they're coming down to our level, and it's it's really big that we get these guys coming down to the to the the series level and just doing that and 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 giving us so much more of these characters who haven't had their own movie. Like they can have their own show together, and they can do so much more with those characters from that, you know, because they've been side characters in so much that's that's been Captain America. They've been sidelined for Captain America so much, but now we're finally getting them at the forefront. And not only that, we're getting them at the forefront for an entire series. Yeah, I just don't know if that's sustainable for, you know, like we've gotten with these other shows, twenty shows a year. I don't think they're going to do it that way. I, I don't think so either. But that that's kind of a sad moment that's why we're here you know we're we're taking these shots in <laughs> in solid in memoriam in memoriam of this in remembrance of time period where we had these shows where there's 20 episodes 22 episodes oh, of Age of shield God. often and it's like we're gonna miss that we're really gonna miss that and we're remembering all the times where it's been like you know shows coming out Every week, and we're just so busy in a week, and we have to do, like, we have to figure out how to schedule around our very busy work schedules a time to not only watch the episode, but also record a podcast and release it in a timely manner, so where it's it's somehow relevant to to being, you know, this episode, rather than, like, a week or two later, where, like, 
we've released it a week or two out and we're talking about shit that's like oh we've already watched the next episode like who gives a who gives a damn about what you're talking about episode 13 you know we're on episode 15 now yeah get your shit together guys it's it's been hard to keep up with and i and i am gonna miss that i'm gonna miss the breadth of content but, you know, maybe we'll get really quality stuff to talk about. And I'm excited about that. As big into canon as you are, I think that this is going to do a lot for uh, the canon. M- mostly because it's been, so, right. it's been so difficult to headcanon everything into the MCU. Especially, like, the Runaways. Where Do you remember? Do you remember in the Runaways where they talked about Obama being president? Yeah, and Alex, Alex said Obama was president, and then that just blew our minds for a minute. We were like, hold up, wait, how? Hold on. How there is Obama president? There's that other guy that's president right? instead. <laughs> there was, there on was President Shield. Ellis. Uh, right. Pres- mm. <laughs> you just spilled a shot on yourself. I just spilled a shot on myself. Let's take this shot. I've been holding this shot for so long. <laughs> sorry. Jeff, take this sorry. shot with me. Clink. Clink. Oh, God, this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is, oh, what is Beachberry Cobbler even? <laughs> oh, well, guys, God. I think that's our that's our list. Um, let's see if Whoa. we got any comments. Again, five seven three cast MCU, and I think you can get through to us right now. Which honestly, I don't even know if it's I don't even know if it's possible. Show me that it's possible. Someone call in. <laughs> Somebody call my bluff. I want to know if if it's possible for I us to actually talk know. to someone and it show up Can on the live feed and show up on the recording. I think that's so cool. Are these churros? <laughs> what the? These flautas? What I think those are. I don't know. I think those are flautas. Taco Bell is not fancy enough to have flautas, Matt. I think those are flautas. Okay. Uh, you want to read us some uh, some of these? Uh, yeah. Can I crunch things? first? No. Crunch. No. Read read this stuff first. Okay. 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 Mr. Jacob, who I can't read his first name, said, "Oh, Ward reveal as Hydra broke my heart until the moment he was killed, even after he was possessed by Hive. I was waiting for him to turn around or say he was undercover." Hmm. That's that's rough. I get that. I really do. And I, I really missed that we didn't get more of uh, Ward, honestly. Because every season of Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D., we got a different version of Ward. And the first... Is it just the four? Yeah. Is it Hive? Was Hive four? Hive was three. <clears throat> wow. So every every season until four, we got a we got a different version of Ward, and then he disappeared. And I I do feel like that's a part of the series that we kind of missed out on. Yeah, well, in season one we got him like sort of agent, and then also um, double agent, <clears throat> and then season two he was trying to lead his own thing, uh, and then season three he became Hive, and then season four I we got what I consider what I consider to be the best version of ward so far was framework ward or frame ward as i like to call him yeah because you know he got to be the good guy right he got to be that that just like lovable you know pretty just (laughs) good guy you know because everybody in tv is so pretty right yeah ward is a pretty man the guy who plays ward is a pretty dude brett dalton is a is an attractive male i will say yep but like he got to just be that you know that that chisel-jawed good guy. 
And we got to love him for that. We got to love how just adorable and, and, and lovely he was in the framework. But after that, we just didn't get to see him anymore. And it kind of, it, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, to be honest. Yeah. It's kind I of agree. sad that we didn't get him again. But, you know, he, honestly, like, <coughs> he was dead in the real world and we got him in the framework. And that's, I feel like we got all of the versions of Ward that we could get. Nope. Give me a give me a rating, one to ten. What do you think you'll get? Will Ward's ancestor show up in the time travel version? <laughs> this season, we're getting a, a past version. We're with gonna a, get... traveling through time in Age of Shield. Will Brett Dalton show up as Brett a <laughs> ancestor of? Give, give me, give me a, give me a number. Give me a number. Think... Otherwise, you have to take five shots before one of our uh, one of our cast this season. I want to say that it's like. Probably an 85% chance that we're going to get Brett Dalton as a past version or an ancestor of himself because like, totally they're going to be like, oh man, you look so much like this guy I used to know. Yep. I totally agree. I think that, I think we're going to get him. It would be so easy for them to just kind of loop him in that way. And it would, it, yeah, honestly, that would be fan service for us as fans. That would be fan service for the people who stuck through this series for so long. Uh, some you know the people that that were were there through all of season one and all of its you know if we're being honest season one was kind of water treading for a little bit they were just kind of hanging out doing some dog paddling waiting and then when Winter Soldier happened they then started finding their stride and getting some good you know they were starting to actually swim but yeah. they were just kind of treading water and holding on and waiting for a minute and I think that the people that have been there since that time. You know, they're going to get that that little bit of uh, a nod. They're going to get that little bit of love, you know, like, hey, we remember Ward. Let's do some, uh, some a little nod to Brett Dalton and, uh, you know, put him on some, put some prosthetics on him, you know, put a, <laughs> put a mole on his face. <laughs> like, that's Ward's ancestor. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> He's a moly fellow. He's a moly fellow. His yeah. ancestor's a moly fellow. He got fellow. the pox. His, you know, Ward's ancestor got the pox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, but it's only going to be for one season. Not one season. It's going to be for one episode. It's only going to be for one episode. Man, it's been a blast doing this in a room with you again we, we this is how we started the podcast it's like old times man five years ago we used to do this every week jeff would come over to my house and we would record this in a room together yeah we would look at each other behind microphones yeah and just because we didn't want to have a fight we would agree about everything <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know about that but uh we used to have these podcasts um <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I, don't, I don't think we agreed about everything. But yeah. Oh, Gail says you guys are too out of it. Yep, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. This is the fault of the MCU television division for ending. This is Kevin Feige's fault. We drank too many shots because the television division ended. And we love you guys. We just love you guys. And we thought this would be a funny thing, funny slash funny thing to do. Uh, we're going to eat our tacos. I guess we're all done for the night. Thank yeah. you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers to everyone.
We love you. Thanks for sticking with us through the MCU television division. Te- Am I Russian? Television division. Television. Danke. Uh, Spasiba. We'll be back soon, yeah. and we'll be sober, and we'll be vigilant. I mean, we still got another season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to get through, and we still yeah. got to talk about Runaway Season 3, Runaways. Part 1. Runaway Season 3, Part 1, coming next week. How Ooh. disappointed I am with the first half. Uh, Jeff's very disappointed. <clears throat> yep. I'm not not disappointed. You're not not disappointed. That's that's a double negative. For a reason? On purpose? Did you double negative for for a cause? Maybe. <laughs> double negative for a cause. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll be back soon. Thank you so much. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Um,